Hello, folks. You got a pose in a matrix here uh, with Brian. Hello, Brian. Hi, everybody. And we have an honored guest tonight, Eric Smith. Hello, hey, Eric. How's everybody doing? Yeah, good, good. We were we're live now, so that's good. Um, so tonight, folks, um, Eric is going to be talking with us and us with him about um, different subjects like QAnon, Mark Taylor prophecies, what's going on in our in in our our country and our world, actually. And um, <clears throat> hopefully uh, it'll lead to a, a bright future uh, for however long. We don't know. But uh, so, um, Eric, uh, you really don't need any introduction because you've been on the show forever, it seems like. You know, so, uh, but Eric lives in uh, South, Car- South Carolina, South Dakota. Sorry. Sorry, y'all. And, uh, and uh, he's, he's, Huh? We don't use you all here here uh, in South Dakota. That's more. I know. Thing, so. I was acting like South Carolina. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but um, so anyway, Eric, uh, how you been? It's been a long time. Uh, you know, doing uh, doing pretty well. <laughs> um, you know, South Dakota has been an interesting place to live in through this mm-hmm. whole uh, pandemic, as they've the media has uh, called it. Um, right. We have a really good governor. Uh, mm-hmm. Christy Nome, that uh, has done a pretty good job of protecting our freedom around um, COVID in general and not uh, destroying all the businesses and all that. And, uh, right. you know, we're kind of a, a, you know, even through this whole thing, we, we had a lot of our freedom still, um, mm-hmm. whereas a lot of areas like New York and even California, they really locked things down and really messed things up where yeah, right. us. You know, we didn't really see that in, impact here. Uh, we didn't have that kind of influence. So um, we had very little economic impact. And so it, it, it's been interesting because we, we've actually garnered a, quite a bit of news. Um, CNN hates Christy Nome, So mm-hmm. I know that we're doing a good job then. And it's, right. actually, it's actually driven a lot of people to start moving here. So um, don't know if that's good or bad yet. Um We'll, we'll we'll find out and we'll see how they do with winter. Um, yeah, yeah, really. Because <laughs> if they're not used to the uh, northern plains winter, it can get a little interesting. Um, if you're from the south and you haven't really experienced that, so. Mm-hmm. But yeah, for us it's been pretty normal. But for parts of the United States, it has not been. Um, a lot of people have had their business, small businesses, shut down. Right. Um, there's a lot of control with masks and um, not being able to go here or there. I know that even in New York, they talked about, you know, passports and stuff to uh, be able to – or having vaccine passports or vaccine cards to show at businesses in order to eat or anything like that. Nothing like that exists here. Um, even mm-hmm. when I go into even the, the chain restaurants or a, a chain businesses uh, – like a hardware store or whatever, um, that stuff doesn't exist. They don't ask you to put a mask on. They don't ask you if you've been vaccinated or not. You know, uh, you're not seeing that. So, and the problem is, is they need, um, you know, really the deep state needs that controlled narrative um, for everybody be, to be doing this to keep this thing alive. But right. when people see that, well, wait a second, here's these people, the state over here, and they're going about everything normal and they seem to be okay. Mm-hmm. What's going on here? Because that's not matching what 
uh, the media is trying to do. And we know right. that COVID really is about control, right? Mm-hmm. And stripping freedom away and not having choice and being forced to be inoculated against your will or lose your job. Right. Um, and, you know, this is really kind of part of their financial global reset program that they wanted to really launch. They wanted to use COVID to shut everything down, collapse all the small businesses so they didn't exist anymore, get you onto universal basic income so right. you were dependent. And then, but in order to get that, they were actually even, they were going to clean off all your debts, but the trade off is, is you had to turn over your rights to own property mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. basically all your freedom to, wow. to get that. That was their plan. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reality is, is Obama was supposed to be the first eight years. Hillary was supposed to be the second eight years of a 16 year plan to basically collapse the United States financially to bring us into that global governance under one financial system. Well, it got all screwed up because Trump got in in 2016 and delayed their plan for four years. So what you're actually seeing here now is they're having to – it's like a rolling train. They've had to rush their plan to try to get it caught up for that four years that Hillary should have been in there. And that's actually what you're seeing right now. That's why you're seeing Biden not in control. Uh, we, we know that he has dementia. We know that he, he, he has an earpiece and he's had to have cue cards. Uh, they don't let him take questions. They, they, cut mm-hmm. him, they cut him off if he goes off the rails and you know he starts to um, uh, stammer and stumble and not make any sense. He's incoherent. More and more people are recognizing that he's not in control and that there's a shadow government behind him. Right. really running things um, uh, for that system that's in place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's, it's exactly what it is. <clears throat> who do you think, um, just off the top of my head, the question to ask, who do you think is the, in the shadow government? Got any ideas? Well, uh, this has already been mentioned a couple of times. Uh, General Flynn actually mentioned uh, uh, on a show with Tuckle, Tucker Carlson that there actually are two governments now. And I think mm-hmm. I think I talked about this before. I think probably a year ago, when we last spoke, that um, eventually what you'll kind of see is that there's two governments. One is actually a de- defunct one, and that's the right. Washington D.C. one. And I think we mm-hmm. mentioned something that a long, long time ago. Right. Uh, General Flynn mentioned this. So the defunct one now the, is really uh, Obama running the sh- show behind the scenes through Biden. He's right. actually running everything. Um, and that's the deep state at this point, and that's what, actually, what we're actually seeing being exposed and being dealt with. But we're going to go – we have – for everything to really take place, people have to see it, kind right. of see and experience the things that they are, are doing, and they're having to accelerate so that it wakes up the vast majority of the people so that – when the time comes for this election to reverse and to Trump to go back in, he has the will of the people by the majority. Well, he had the majority, but this will be more than just his voting base. This will be a lot more than just that. Not that it will be everybody, but it'll, it'll he'll have the – how do I say uh, – the will of the people behind him 
right. um, once everything is fully exposed. But we're going to go with some some chaos, and not that we are already. We we have been, mm-hmm. but you know they're already talking. You know, don't expect to really be able to buy Christmas stuff um, because of what right. you're seeing on the offshores. Because they basically the deep state controls all those uh, ports and stuff like that. So they're basically trying to sur- disrupt the supply chain uh so you can't get parts for stuff or or whatever or buy certain things in the store mm-hmm. uh, i do even see it where <clears throat> you're gonna see the effect of even the grocery store as well with inflation um right. as they try they're going to attempt to collapse the financial system but trump and the military and the system they have in place is is ready to go for people to make the decision you know, even a lot of these financial institutions will make a decision whether to stay with the Federal Reserve Central Bank, right. which will collapse at some point. Because that's really what you're seeing right now is everything's – inflation's going up. Everything's getting more expensive. You're seeing that. I love your dog, mm-hmm. by the way. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Sorry. It's unavoidable. No, it, it, it actually reminds me of uh, you know about a year ago, I think, I, I could always uh, hear your dog uh, – Yelp in the background, so uh, <laughs> the whole times, huh? <laughs> Both times, <laughs> but anyways, um, so we're going to go through some financial upheaval, I think, some issues with supply chain products uh, in the store. Mm-hmm. Maybe a wise decision, maybe uh, to keep some food supply off to the side. Um, right. This time, um, chances are, uh, as people refuse to take this vaccine um they're going to get real real desperate here mm-hmm. and they're going to get all all right angry with us um, <clears throat> for not taking it so you may see them cause, uh, cause chaos uh some rioting um but the reality is is biden is not in control of the military right, right. eventually you will see that they don't answer to him they answer to trump and when the time is correct the military, the Marines, the National Guard will do their job. Well, what about guys like General Milley? You know, yeah. we see, it's obvious that he's not on the Trump. Maybe, maybe he's just a good actor. I don't know. Well, do that, that's, the, that's the thing. We got to be a little careful with some of these people. Even even Mike Pence, we, we got to be a little bit careful because it, even what it went down on January 6th, there's a lot of people that are, are that are playing bad actors but are actually good people, but mm-hmm. they're doing their part because what Q has always said was, you know, they had infiltrated all this stuff. What they never ex- suspected is that they would turn turn around and infiltrate them. Right. So there's people that are standing um, in that camp that you think some of them are bad people, but the reality is, is they're, they're playing their part to bring huh. these people down. So just keep that in mind. So we got to be a little careful who we throw underneath the bus, even Pence. Right. I, I, and, I, and he could still be a bad, uh, a bad person, but I think, I think in the end it might not end up being what you think it is. So. Well, I remember seeing his wife got one of those envelopes. Yeah, I know. You know? So I don't, don't know what know. that's all about. We'll, we'll find out in the end, but the reality is, is uh, the, the space force, the NSA, um, the military, this is a 
one big military psyops and military sting operation where they had to basically let them go ahead and commit all this, these treasonous acts, capture all the data, all the information, because they do not want them tried in a judicial system. What they right. want them to do, well, it's already over anyway, but they want them to basically, when you commit treason, you're an enemy com- combatant, right? So right. if if these if these organizations, CEOs, big tech, media, uh, politicians on both sides, you know, you name it, conspired and worked with a foreign entity, China, to defraud our election mm-hmm. and the COVID. Well, guess what? That makes them enemy combatants, so they can right. be tried in military court, military tribunals. So, um, and I'm not the only one that's echoed this. Uh, if you're familiar with Praying Medic uh, X22 right. report, mm-hmm. which I, I follow almost daily, um, right. uh, he echoes the very same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have to get these people to be <clears throat> enemy combatants because we have to get them in military court because the military. It's the only institution that has not been corrupted. Everything right. else is corrupt. Everything else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And part of them, you know, January 20th and letting Biden going in was actually to allow Trump, the military, to get a picture of, of all the people that um, are deep state in terms of their behavior and getting them to expose themselves, thinking that – well, they got Trump out. We're safe now. We can come against them, right? And right. We can basically do all these horrible things or institute th- these things. Like even in my state, the sad reality is uh, we have John Thune, Mike Rounds, and Dusty Johnson, which is our, our representatives in, in the federal level, House of Representatives in, in the Senate. Right. All corrupt. All uh, either have dealings with China, uh, have dealings with the pharmaceutical companies for the vaccines uh-huh. even our own john thune um said well you know if you would just take the vaccine you wouldn't have to you wouldn't have to wear your mask at work yeah right and, uh, and i'm thinking that is <laughs> i've got people at work that have taken the vaccine and they're still being told to put the mask back on uh-huh. so uh-huh. so what does the vaccine do it, it, it either does what you say it does or it doesn't it's for another well, we purpose don't. Yeah, we know what it is. Well, it's Agenda 21. Uh, it's part of the – well, it, it's multifaceted. So it's control. It's um, it's to get you to think that in order to have your freedom, you need to take this shot. You can you take the shot. We'll give you normal back. You can, you can go to the gym. You can go to the restaurant. Uh, you can do this and that. Um, but – but by the way, in six months, that's going to expire, and then you'll need the booster. So they're going right. to program you to take the booster. Mm-hmm. And if the two shots right away didn't kill you off, the third will start you on the way. And if that didn't kill you off, um, they would continue to do that. In fact, at my work, um, part of the policy, if you took, you did take the shot, right, is that you, you consent to taking every booster that they come out with. Yeah, every buy into one. the program. Mm-hmm. And you actually become a part of a government study by taking that shot. Yeah. Yeah. I believe it. Hey. Brian, do you have any? Yeah, go ahead. 
Yeah, I have a couple of questions. Uh, several, I think, Eric. Um, so if, if it sounds like that Trump is still the commander in chief of, of most of the military or some of the military, is that correct? Uh, yes, the military in general, uh, everything that falls underneath that. Like even, I don't, I don't even think Biden has access to the nuclear codes. So I guess my question is a couple of them. One, what happened with Afghanistan? And two, mm-hmm. with China is flying incursions into Taiwan daily. Last week, over 70-something aircraft. And it looks like they're gearing up for a major war. Taiwan and Japan will come to Taiwan's aid. But it doesn't, from what I've heard, uh, the prime minister of Taiwan, the president, is not counting on Biden to back him up. He's no. Actually, and, he's actually gone to Australia to ask them for help. Uh, Japan, a couple of other smaller nations. But um, what you hear on the radio that on television that Biden's going to, you know, we're their ally, it's BS. And so is Trump in charge of protecting Taiwan? Will he step in with the military? Because, and then on top of that, we have half a million Chinese troops on our northern and southern border of our country. And so my, my concern or my thinking is, is if Trump is in control, why is he allowing this to go on so long? Because it's getting pretty desperate. Well, it's it's to awaken all the people. Okay. It has to it has to, it had to be this way. Mm-hmm. It's not enough to really, as uh, Q has always said, it's not enough to tell the people. They have to they have to show them. So mm-hmm. we're going to have to experience some hardship, and it's going to go. I don't know how far it's going to go, but it's going to go to the point where everybody has a precipice. Okay, um, I reached my precipice of understanding what's going on a long, long time ago. But not everybody is that way, right? There are right. certain things that happen that all of a sudden they trigger somebody and they start to understand what's going on. And that mm-hmm. level is different for other people. We have a – we have this is the Great Awakening. We have to waken up a lot of people that aren't fully understanding what's going on. So when you get hit, hit economically, when you see all the things going on with uh, your supply chain, uh, the financial system – and just even just you know the running overrunning of the border with with the um, the illegals, um, just strange stuff. Like for example, uh, the the White House administration is exempt from the shot. Congress is exempt from the shot. Mm-hmm. The uh, the all the Chinese students that we have on our soil are exempt from the shot. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yes. Huh. In fact, someone mentioned it was how many we had in had in the United States, uh, quite a few of them. So it's 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 like it's how do I explain this? It's multifaceted. So it's all these things wrapped into one uh, to get get people woken up um, as to what's going on in this country, um, because you can't Trump can't intervene in, until really the it's not just him intervening he has to have the people rise up right 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 where basically enough is enough <clears throat> they, no one's listening to the media no one's obeying the mandates the shots i mean you are starting to see a lot of that in none of the other countries if you see a lot of the protesting <clears throat> uh, mm-hmm. even in australia i mean um boy if that is not an example of 
uh, a place where uh, you, you know they gave up their guns, and now the, now the government just bullies bullies them around, controlling them. Mm-hmm. They right. have to check in with an app uh, mm-hmm. wherever they go. Uh, they were inoculating kids uh, against their will uh, in the pu- and in their school system without right. parental consent. I know a lot of people have tried to say that uh, this shot is the mark of the beast. Um, I would say that it's not. I agree. I agree too. Yeah, because yeah. I, I've seen too many people that have been forced against their own will to take something, and mm-hmm. you know I've seen people say, "Well, if you take that, you're going to hell." And I'm I'm thinking, no, you're not. Um, yes, you, for a lot of people, if they don't take it, like in France, if they don't take it, uh, they can't go to a grocery store and buy food. Well, right. I guess you can't technically buy or sell, so mm-hmm. I can see where people would say that could be the mark. But the reality is uh, it's not, but it's a great um, precursor to the real deal. Right, a foreshadowing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah that's right. So, Well, what do you um, – oh, go ahead, Brian. You had another one? Um, I did, but it, it went in no. and it went out. It's going somewhere else. It, yeah, you're, you're, you were wondering why, you know, it, why we – they allowed Biden to make a buffoon of himself in Afghanistan. Yes. Um, part mm-hmm. of it is to basically uh, they don't, well, they don't want, they basically made the Taliban great again. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> part of this is to really make the Biden administration look like fools and, and they are, they're incompetent yeah, totally. um, uh, for their decision-making process. So, um, you know, it's it's hard to you know, it's almost like you have to go through some suffering, um, to really kind of wake people up and get them is, fully awake. Is is Trump waiting for the twenty twenty two midterms? Is that what he's waiting for? To see, I, the timing has been left up to him. Um, something I've heard echoed over and over again. The twenty twenty two election. And the 2024 election do not matter unless the 2021 is, one is corrected. Oh. And at and at uh, Trump gave a had a rally in Iowa. Uh, I think actually it was this weekend, and he said something very very interesting. He said, "I never conceded, right? Like Hillary did. Mm-hmm. You got to remember mm-hmm. that. That's important, right? Yeah, because this election is going to reverse. You know." And I can't say when it will be reversed, but I would say this. My best speculation at this point is it will be pretty soon and before the 2022. Huh. Um, because the voter fraud has to be fully exposed, right? Yeah, so right. as you guys have been paying attention, probably Arizona, the forensic audit. Yeah. Right. The uh, that is going to. That is the gold standard in which all the other uh, states are going to eventually audit everything. Um, and what you'll, 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 you'll see here pretty soon is that there's a consistent pattern of how they cheated everywhere, and it'll be consistently the same. Right. Part of COVID on election night was simply this. They wanted everybody home. They wanted the mail-in ballots. They have the Dominion voting machines – uh, with an algorithm, but that algorithm is only so good up to a point. If if the voting for the opposing person that you don't want to win uh, is too overwhelming, that algorithm. 
the mail-in ballots were in place to if the if the algorithm failed, which it did, to basically use the fraudulent mail-in ballots to corrupt the election and give the victory to Biden. In fact, right. that's actually what you saw on election night. You got to about 10 o'clock at night, and then Arizona, Georgia, Pennsylvania, uh, Michigan, Wisconsin, you know, all these areas, you know, they literally stopped voting. Mm-hmm. Just stopped. Right. right. And then all of a sudden, in the middle of the night, you just had a huge dump of votes. And right. some states, they voted multiple, they, they mailed it, they used the mail in ballots multiple days until they got the results they wanted. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, some of these elections, you know, they had like 98, 99 percent in and then it took forever to get that last one percent in for days. That's right. because they were trying to figure out how much they needed to overcome the deficit with these mail in ballots. So but anyways, they huh. had to let them defraud the election. They captured it all. They have the Space Force. They have it all. It's just it's it's they want the people to really institute the forensic audit to expose it. Uh, for example, Mike Lindell, are you familiar with the My Pillow guy? Oh yeah, Mike Lindell. Yeah, very much. Well, it, it, he did a cyber symposium this summer, and guess where he did it at? I don't know. <laughs> Sioux Falls, South Dakota, where I live. Oh, okay, so really? He did it here, and so what he actually showed in his, um, uh, in terms of the voter fraud, is he sh- showed network packet capture data, which I don't know how familiar you guys are with that, but but from the IT world where I'm in, that's how you actually can monitor uh, you can monitor uh, traffic, network traffic. And the packet capture data will actually show you what's actually going on and what kind of data is in it. Well, he basically went through all these states and showed what the the uh, the real vote was in all these states that he, he won. Right. And uh, and what was the big biggest thing that you know? The thing is, is how did Mike Lindell get all his packet capture data? Well, the reality is, is the military gave it to him, right? To show right. and present to the people to basically. Um, start slow dripping that this election is fraud, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But let Biden go ahead and do all these very idiotic, stupid things to try to do their financial global reset. It's going to get stopped, Mm -hmm. but it's going to get to the point here where, and you can already see it in his polling numbers already. And we know those are even false that he's, his polls have completely collapsed. Right. Right. I mean, he's mm-hmm. a dead president at this point in terms of um, popularity. Right. Right. I so, think the, lot of the latest polls said 58 percent, but I think you got to add at least another 20 uh, percent, maybe 30 no, percent onto that. No, his 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 polling is 38 percent. Positive yeah. or negative? Negative. 38 percent positive. Oh, positive. Yeah. OK. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, so he he's in the he's in the tank. So between that. Uh, everything that the deep state is trying to do to catch up to their their point that they need to be at to do this financial global reset and basically strip us of all our rights. Um, it's it's done in tandem with the exposure of the voter fraud. Uh, that'll be it'll it'll spread from state to state, 
he only needs a number of states to really expose it to get the election overturned, but it will right. continue to go on. And what you'll eventually have is a full forensic audit of every single state, even the states that Trump won. Mm-hmm. Why? Because the pattern is the same there. Right. Um, even in my state, for example, like I think, you know, in this election, it's it showed that Trump won 260,000 votes to uh, 150,000 plus for Biden. Reality is, based on what um, Mike Lindell showed us, there was actually 20,000 votes stolen from Trump and given to Biden, even in my own state. So it should have been more like it should have been more like 280 plus thousand votes and only 130 or so thousand uh, for Biden. But see, they're even stealing from the national vote, even when they're doing that, even in the red states, even Texas is now doing a full forensic audit of. Of I think I think it's four to six. There's four to six largest counties that they've suspected fraud anyway. Right. Um, a couple of them are Republican, but the vast majority of them are, are, are Democratic. So, mm-hmm. but huh? Now you so, talk. Oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead, Dave. Go ahead. You talked about um, a great reset and stuff like that, um, and I think there's going to be a great reset that'll benefit us, but. Um, I hear phrases like Nisera and Gesera. I'm, I'm assuming you've heard those, right? No, I haven't. Uh, uh, elaborate. Uh, um, there are plans to re um, to put the country on the gold system and put the uh, world on the gold system. Yep. Uh, that's what they're called. Uh, G that, is for global, N is for national. Yeah, that's that's Trump's plan. That's so you have the Federal Reserve right now, which has no. There's no. They took us off the gold standard, right, and brought us mm-hmm. under the petrodollar. Uh, and you have the Federal Reserve. So the reality is, is like this. So you go to borrow money, right? And you right. go to a bank and you borrow money. Sometimes it's, it's a smaller bank. The smaller bank has to borrow from a larger bank, and that larger bank probably gets its money from the Federal Reserve. Mm-hmm. The Federal Reserve prints money out of thin air and then gives it to you. Well, right. what's the problem with that? Well, over the course of, of the years that they after they moved us off the gold standard um, – it takes a lot more money to buy anything, right? Because the, right. the, the, the currency so is devalued. So mm-hmm. a, a house is very expensive. I don't know if you've ever seen what what a vehicle now costs today. Oh, it's, yeah. it's insane. Or even just any goods, you know. Their plan was to get to the point where uh, you own nothing and you will be happy with that. Right. No concept of uh, being able to own property because you'll never be able to own it. Uh, mm-hmm. Even even over owning your own vehicle, they do, they don't want that because that's freedom to travel. They want you using their uh, not that you know subways or anything like that can be bad. I mean they they probably have their place in your highly urbanized areas, but just not having the freedom to be able to travel accordingly, you know, with your own personal transportation. They had a plan to really make vehicles unaffordable uh, to buy. Or even tax them to the point through, you know, even they talk about a wheel tax, right? Where they, or a, a mileage tax, excuse me, where they would tax you per mile to the point to where it just wasn't worth owning a vehicle. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. well, I know what the Nimrod in, in our capital here was planning on doing uh, back with this new deal that we, you know, she wants to put in the Green New Deal here in Oregon. 
Yeah, she was going to make it so that diesel trucks, anything diesel that was older than 2008, I think, you know, um, 2007 and, and further down, uh, you weren't allowed to have them anymore. You're going to have to trade them in and get something newer or new. And we live in a highly agricultural area up here. And many of these farmers are running their tractors, you know, on, on parts and pieces, you know, and. Uh, I mean, some of these tractors and stuff are monstrous. Uh, you know, they got wheels as big as this room. And, um, so they would have to replace all their things, which would bankrupt the, the farmers and it would bankrupt the truck, bankrupt the truckers because, especially independent truckers, because most of their, their fleets are, are older. You know, they just keep the maintenance up on them because diesel engine will last a million miles if you, oh, yeah. you take you care bet. of it, you know? And so that's what she, it got turned down. Thank God. Um, and that's why the, our representatives or senators, I think it was, uh, left the, the state and went to Idaho so that that thing couldn't get voted in because they didn't have a quorum. So we do have some legislatures, uh, legislators here with a, uh, with a backbone. <clears throat> and, uh, but, uh, yeah, so I, my understanding of the Casera and Nessera thing is that not only we're going to get put on the gold system, but also that, <clears throat> um, they were going to have like a year of Jubilee. Yeah, for the nation and for the world. Yeah, yeah, and I think I think that will come to pass. Um, like I said, there's the Federal Reserve, which is in the process of actually collapsing right now. That's mm-hmm. that was, that's what we're wis- witnessing with inflation. So there may be a small hiccup here at some point, or maybe I don't know how long it will go on where we make that jump to that other financial system. But I, as as part of that, I think that's what you're going to see because all these loans and stuff are tied to the Federal Reserve. Well. If that collapses, then those debts are wiped out. So um, I do foresee a jubilee in terms of debt. Mm-hmm. Uh, I see our uh, currency having value again and being able right. to keep up with inflation, which it should be able to. Um, mm-hmm. It used to be that way until they switched everything off from the gold standard. Um, right. Now, however that's done, you know, if that's gold with, with the dollar bill or if that's gold with um, – crypto uh it, it could be a combination of that you know i don't profess to be a financial guru or anything so don't take you know <laughs> financial advice from me um i understand but yeah. uh i what you're gonna from what i've i've seen through this new system you're gonna see your money more than keep up with inflation right. uh, which is the way it should be um mm-hmm. they've been robbing us blind for a long time it used to be um <clears throat> you know there was a time when you could raise a family and you could have one person work and provide for that family. Well, they, they really took that away right. when they brought this, they took us off the gold standard and just literally print money out of thin air. Mm-hmm. We've just been getting poorer over time. You that's know, true. We really that's have, or at least, you know, the average person that's just trying to make a, a decent living, you know, obviously the larger, um, corporate entities and stuff that, you know, all these politicians have catered to, um, you know, they've done a great job of um, collapsing small businesses and not allowing them to be economically viable. Right. And that, you know, only these, these large corporations can um, survive. The reality is, is we're supposed to have a, a true capitalist system, but the reality of what we have right now in its current state is corporate fascism. Mm-hmm. That's what we have. That's right. Uh, but the problem is, is everybody looks at corporate fascism and calls that capitalism. 
and now they want to down capitalism. <laughs> but the reality yeah, is, exactly. is, for me, you know, I, I can only speak to it. And, you know, even speaking to Jim, he's, even he, he would say to me, you know, you don't know what it's like to really grow up in a capitalist system because you were born after, you know, they mm-hmm. took us off the gold standard. So he would, you know, he would explain to me, you know, you could one income for the family, a mom and pop shop could open up a business and make a, a decent living for themselves. Exactly. And that was true. That was true capitalism. So what we have right now is really corporate fascism. So mm-hmm. I don't know how much that will change, but hopefully a lot of that would change as well. Um, right. Moving away from this, but we're going to go through some economic upheaval here. Um, no, no, no doubt about it. Um, but it's part of the great wake up to shake up um, for everybody. Um, well, there's going to be a lot of things that, I'm oh, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, don't you think that a um, a crisis, an economic crisis, would basically pave the way for the, um, well, like you said, it's it's working already with the National Reserve or, yeah, Federal Reserve. Um, but in order to make it easier to switch off of this old system into the new, it would be better that the old system would crash. That way you're not trying to fix something that's still yep. operable. You know, See, the, go ahead. The reality is, is that's part of the plan. Mm-hmm. That's part of Trump's plan is because people are going to be looking for someone to blame. And that's going to be Biden and their mm-hmm. administration. And then they're going to be looking for somebody to um, be able to fix it. Right. And that's where he comes in. Mm-hmm. By him, I mean Trump. Yeah. Right. So um, however he goes about it, I don't, I don't care how he goes about it. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, ethically, it goes about it, but um, it's part of getting people. We're under an illusion. <laughs> it's it's hard to hard to quantify. You know, it's like living in the matrix, right? Right. Um, we have a lot of illusion of truth and reality that is um, falsified through the media, um, and I I think the, rea- the I think it's going to be quite shocking when. Um, as things progress on, just on many avenues, not just the f- financial aspect, but even just that the fact that, uh, you know, we've always known that the government controls the drug trade, mm-hmm. but we also now know that they run the child trafficking rings. Right, right. And eventually that will be understood mm-hmm. fully by the masses. Uh, they will understand by the masses that, um, well, we have Hollywood. We have politicians, world leaders, uh, heads of uh, billionaires and companies, CEOs, whatever, um, mayors uh, that all participate and are controlled by the system. Uh, yeah. Even, even uh, you know, there's there'll be churches and um, seminaries involved with this. You know, sure. whether that's yeah. you know Catholic or Protestant or you know the mega churches. Uh, it's it's going to be fully exposed. So it's it's that, and it's the financial system, um, the the plan to sell us out, uh, COVID as a really a scam to give up your freedom uh, and bring you under that new global reset, which is their plan. But the the counter global reset is what Trump has planned. Right. So he has them all trapped. Um, and then just what was the other? Uh, there was one other thing I was trying on the tip of my tongue before I forgot. Um, now you're doing it too. 
<laughs> I'm getting old, guys. I'm I'm turning 42 uh, in about 19 days. So oh wow! Actually, yeah, 20 some odd days here. So we don't old. see a happy birthday. <laughs> yeah, which is another thing we should probably bring up. Um, as all the information hits critical mass, as everybody's abandoning the mainstream media, and you're actually starting to already see this already with you're going to start seeing. Well, you're gonna, you've, you've seen censorship with Twitter and Facebook and in YouTube, and the, you right. know, the major Instagram, the, the major uh, social media uh, sites out there. But you, you, you're starting to see them get more censored now. Uh, you're, you're seeing them actually go up and down in terms of their availability to even access them. Right. This is all preparation of, of the blackout that's coming. Um uh, First, it'll be you'll probably see these these apps go down and not come back up. Mm-hmm. Facebook and stuff it will be gone. In fact, you've right. seen the shift of a lot of people over to other things. I've been using Telegram, uh, Getter. I've been using yeah, uh, a little bit, of, little, little bit of Gab. Um, mm-hmm. I'm even on Frank Speech, I think, as as well. Uh, but in a panic. Once they see that they can't control the narrative because everybody's shifting their social media uh, platforms over. Oh, I should also include BitChute and Rumble as well for video content. I've been Mm -hmm. using those as well. But they're going to go ahead and probably simulate uh, an Internet outage and blame it on um, the story that they've been talking about is uh, something with the the sun, solar flares or something like that where they're going to – they're going to say it's it's affecting the internet. So you're going to have a blackout, right? Mm-hmm. Where you're not going to be able to really get on the internet for a while. And I don't know how long it would be go, it would go on um, so that the mainstream media, the TV, is your only source of information. Right. And you can see why they would want it to be that way. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Trump, the military, the Space Force, the NSA – uh, they have countermeasures in place to bring the internet back online, but even while it's down, they're gonna they'll leverage the emergency broadcast system because they have control over that to override the mainstream media, t- television, satellites, and actually be able to you know you have your phone here, right, or right. the things that will flash on the screen on your TV when there's an emergency. Mm-hmm. See, they, the military has control over that, so they're going to basically be able to override the lies of the media and really tell people what's going on. Because eventually, the, uh, the military will be deployed, and it'll be a little bit of a scary time. But the reality is, the information like you and I are talking about is becoming more and more commonplace. Even right. at my work, people are talking about stuff. You know, not that everybody's been receptive to everything, but they're realizing that something's not right. Um, there's a lot of people like I've had people come up to me and say, oh, this is this right, Eric. I'm like, yes, that's correct. And so the information is disseminating to the point to where, you know, you, Brian, myself and everybody else that, you know, has some understanding of Q um, of everything that's going on. A lot of a lot of a lot of people are going to be scared. And it's we have a responsibility to really kind of share what's going on with right. these people so they can, cause there'll be some people that are still a little bit in the dark, um, as what's going, going on. And, you know, we have to make sure that we, Hey, yeah, this is what they've been doing. 
but it's going to be a shock and awe for a lot of people to realize um, that the level of corruption is so bad that they were willing to sell us out for money mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, kill us off. And, um, you know, you, you can't ever imagine that people would be this evil. You know, you think that most people are, would, you know, never stoop so low. They right. would. And that's the sad reality. Uh, money mm -hmm. has a funny thing of, you know, selling you out, even if it's done over the course of many, many years, you know, you're, you're making a, a, a buck at the cost of giving this secret up or, you know, selling out your manufacturing base to another country. Um, it's all incremental and then eventually it kind of hits critical mass at some point. So mm -hmm. that's right. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Really? Uh, Right. Yeah. You know, I thought if you have more questions. Or, yeah. Yeah. Um, go ahead. Um, I see Trump wanting to wait. I, I get it to see for more things to happen for to wake up more people, but I see China about to invade Taiwan and Israel about to attack Iran or Iran, especially Taiwan. Um, if that happens, would that might speed up him in uh, intervening because that can lead to a nuclear war. Taiwan. I would think. I would think of it this way. Mm -hmm. This is more rumors of war than anything else right now. Okay. Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah, that makes and sense. Now, if you if you would actually pay attention to actually what's actually going on in China. Um, yeah, I know they're having, they yeah, they um, are having massive issues there economically. Mm -hmm, right. Their financial system is collapsing. They've had major disasters, mm -hmm. a flooding of 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 biblical uh, proportions. In fact, all their uh, all their coal mining that they have is all flooded out, so they're right. having an energy crisis. God's dealing with that place. Mm -hmm. Good. I, Good yeah. There's not I there's not going to be an invasion of Taiwan, even despite what the the media says. Well, do you think that the fact that there's there's as many Christians and uh, I mean Bible believing Christians in China as there are people in the United States would probably have a well advantage there. See, yeah. that's 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 the big thing that's going to end up happening with China. Like, if you're familiar with Kim Clement, yeah, remember, all right. Yeah. Well, one of the things he he said was that eventually that China, uh, communism would fall, and that China would be a Christian nation. And China would support Israel. Mm -hmm. <laughs> now you look at it right now, and you think, "Well, there's, there's, there's no way, right?" Well, right. <laughs> but I see it because you ever, you ever <clears throat> seen uh, them bring Bibles into into China and how fast people s scrape those Bibles up? <clears throat> That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Wherever there's there is persecution, there's always a tremendous expanse of the gospel you know wherever there's persecution uh, there's even a term they use for it the, the blood of the martyrs becomes the seed of the church so where right. you persecute the most that's where christianity grows and that's where you right. see it growing right? right you know you see it grow less here the persecution in my opinion here is far different than uh it is in china yeah, here i don't it's surface and also i don't necessarily lose my life yet here for right. that sake. 
in a place like China, you do. So mm-hmm. hypocrites don't die, aren't willing to die for something they don't believe in, right? Right. So that's the contrasting difference between uh, a nation that is persecuted, uh, you know, with being put to death, like, you know, like China. And even they do it with Muslims and stuff like that, too. They're, <laughs> they, uh, they do a lot of horrible things to a lot they of people. They hate everybody. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they don't like Christianity. And you see tremendous growth of the gospel there. And China, China's going to be a Christian nation. It's not going to be what people think it's going to be. Um, I know they've always tried to associate um, China with being, um, you know, the kings of the East that come over uh, in Revelations uh, based on what's traditionally taught with most of your pastors and stuff like that. Um, I don't buy that one bit. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's correct. So I, I have good news for the Chinese. They're going to be a Christian nation. So Cool. That's very cool. Well, you already are. Uh, underneath yeah. the covers uh it's just it, it'll eventually overtake the government so mm-hmm. hallelujah that's a good thing you bet yeah <laughs> so we haven't talked yet about mark taylor sure i know that um you know we, we delved a little just now into clean clement so what is is there anything new for mark taylor or, well I'm, I'm, uh there's some people out here that have never heard of him so maybe we should just delve into well that yeah thing. we could start with that so mark taylor is uh a retired firefighter that uh, had a bunch of basically dreams and visions uh, that showed that Trump was going to be elected president. And then that came to pass in 2016. Um, Now, so I've pretty much adamantly been listening to him the entire time, even up until March of um, 2021 uh, he was still speaking and then he kind of took a little bit of sabbatical. Um, and then, but he came back in August, uh, again, and you know what? His position and stance has not changed guys. Trump's going back in, not one bit, but what's been really interesting is he basically has been saying that, um, what was it he was saying? I just lost my train of thought. Excuse me. Mark Taylor and Trump. Yeah. So he's been saying that um, kind of echoing the same thing as what X-22 has said um, is that, you know, the military is waiting for the people to really rise up um, in tandem with the military um, for when Trump comes back in. Mm -hmm. Um, But he's also talked a lot about the COVID shot um, and what, what what that's all about he understood uh the connection with the 5g and the nanites that are in the shot i don't know if you've ever seen some of the videos of the graphene oxide and how that uh, that (laughs) that that moves with with frequency yeah Uh, it does that's quite incredible yeah Um, Yeah. but it what okay now i remember what my train of thought was mark taylor you know when he was basically you know through 2016 through 2020 you know, all these major, large, uh, corporate-like Christian uh, platforms out there, you know, wanted him on his show. But he was actually, uh, they wanted to uh, really uh, uh, buy him and control him and use his platform to make lots and lots of money. He refused to do that. And, you know, he basically showed how, you know, 
even after the 2020 election, they all they all abandoned him pretty much, right? Uh-huh. With the exception of a, of a of a few in a in a core group, because they said, well, he didn't win, uh, like you said he would. Um, but uh, the reality is, um, the prophetic is always interesting to me um, because it's always a God's timing thing, right? Um, right. People will always define the timeline for something to happen. And if it doesn't happen, then you're a false prophet, right? Yeah. Yet exactly. we have prophetic things in the Bible that uh, are 25, 3,000 years ago haven't happened right. yet. And, yeah. and then if they don't come to pass within, uh, you know, your defined time frame, then, you know, these are these are uh, these are false prophets. Mm-hmm. He's not. He's correct. Trump won that election. He did. It was defrauded. He won. It's just that there's a bigger. Keep plan. talking, guys. I got to leave for a second. Sure. Okay. Keep talking. Yep. Uh, the plan was basically, uh, you know, it wasn't enough for him to go to that second term because we, you know, the COVID had um, had basically taken over you know, control of everything in terms of um, our our lives. So. One of the things they had to let them do is let the plan play out with their COVID uh, to the point where they were going to use the new PCR test to uh, basically COVID's going to disappear right at the end of the year. Right. And then and they wanted everybody inoculated. Um, that's the part I've really kind of struggled with a little bit, though, with the shot, because, you know, why the shot's not good long term. You know, right. why? um why let it go this far? Because obviously people are going to be affected by it. But the only way to really deal with – as long as a shot is always voluntary basis and you take it of your own free will, mm-hmm. you have that choice to take something that's fairly new, right, Right. Um, medically. Uh, it's once it becomes voluntary or by force that it's, it's, it, it's now tyranny, right? And that's what we're on the cusp of. But the reality is, is we got to go through a little bit of the hardship to really kind of wake up everybody um, so that, like I've always said earlier, when the military intervenes, when Trump comes back in, it's not like you would have a civil war over it, right? Or you would have bloodshed like right. we would have had on January 20th if, you know, the, the military just yanked Biden out and, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> basically went into Washington, D.C. and arrested everybody, right? Um, yeah. What Q has always said is they want to minimize as uh, they don't want a civil war and they don't want bloodshed or they want as minimum bloodshed as possible. Right. Because apparently they had weighed the cost of actually just going in and just removing them. But they figured that the death would be too much um, yeah. from a civil war standpoint. So, so you'll allow them to go ahead and – expose the, the deep state to expose themselves as part of their plan, their 16-year plan, to the point where basically the vast majority of the country, 80%, 90% of them, uh, will just want these people out. So that mm-hmm. when, you know, the conjunction of that and the forensic audit and explosion of the voter fraud will make that transition back for Trump uh, back into where he should have been to be, begin with. And I don't know mm-hmm. how you make it up in terms of him not actually – losing a year of his term really because he should have been serving this entire year oh yeah. sure right you know? yeah should have been well if he if he goes 
if it, if it goes for two years, because uh, they're elected on even years, okay? Yep. So if it goes for two years, then uh, the election will just get moved to 2026. And, uh, you know, they, they can go that way. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's you know, just I, something to think about. There is something I want to mention. Um, I, I sure. sent you a video at one point. And I don't know if you ever got to, to listen to it. Uh, it's a It's a little girl from Indonesia. I don't know if you ever watched that video I sent you. Kind of uh, sounds Catherine. familiar. Catherine. Little Catherine is her name. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, she uh, she gave a series of dreams. Uh, this was la- uh, in 2020. Probably was in the July, August 2020 time frame. Uh-huh. And she made an, an interesting comment about the dream. She said that because she's from Indonesia, so we have to understand a little bit of the context of what she was saying. But she had dreams about Bill Gates, Fauci, and, you know, armed guards. Uh, That's a nightmare. Oh, yeah. Basically uh, going into the schools, wanting, starting to vaccinate some of the kids. Because that's where, kind of where we're at right now, right? They're starting right. to move to the point to where they want to inoculate, you know, the age 5 to 12 age group. Which, right. well, there's no reason to give the shot anyway to anybody, really. Right. Um, but even the kids, it's like zero point, almost zero point zero, death rate mm-hmm. for kid. There's no reason to give it. But anyways, she had a bunch of dreams around the shot, a microchip, which is the the nanites, right? And she did this. This was last year. Uh, before we really had any full knowledge of what what was in this shot, um, but she she made some interesting comments about Trump in general, which I thought were very very interesting. She said that when they came around to when they got real desperate to want to give everybody this shot, that's when she got raptured, and she said that she went to heaven and they fought the the devil with the words of the Bible. And she said she was allowed to look back down what was going on earth. And she said that Trump became president and that he was the final and last president. Huh? Wow. After, after the rapture. Mm -hmm. So, but again, you know, the dreams are up to interpretation a little bit, but I would actually, I, I could probably even send you the link again to take a look at the video, but you should maybe take a look at it. Um, but she even talked about um, when the rapture happened, um, that's when the UFOs appeared. Right. And that the media used the UFOs as to the cover up to mm-hmm. explain the rapture and saying right. that they all got, people got abducted. Mm hmm. Uh, and that, and they were taken, and that was the precursor for the, the whole UFO thing. So, it'll be interesting to see if that actually plays it all that way. But I, I still found it intriguing that she said that Trump became president after the rapture, and that he was the final and last president. Huh. So that's interesting that he doesn't go <laughs> in the rapture. Well, you know? I, well, you think about it. I mean, Trump, you know, at the last. At the last Trump, the the trumpet was sound. 
Could mm-hmm. it be the last Trump in terms of Donald? The trumpet will sound yeah. and the dead in Christ will rise. And uh, could it be that, you know, this is speculation, obviously, so don't take it as a greatest thought because this is all a little bit flexible. But could he be the person that leads us into that first part of that great tribulation? Could um, be. Yeah. Where we see, because, you know, the way I know Jim has always explained it is that this first half of the great tribulation is actually quite a good time for people like us. If we mm-hmm. are, you know, whether you believe in a pre-trib or, you know, mid-trib, I, I'm not going to argue with that. I personally I don't care when the tribulation happens all I, all I, or when the rapture happens, but I just know it will be happening. But mm-hmm. that first half of that great tribulation actually is quite a wonderful time Um for Christians in general, it's just that second half. That's the tough part, you know, because yeah. uh, everything, because basically Satan's going to be held back and then he's going to be, and then God is only going to allow him to make a war against the saints when God says he can. And then that second half is obviously the more difficult part where we have to deal, contend with everything. But um, yeah, that's one of the most confusing parts of future history that there is. Yeah. You know? the interpretation of it so yeah but it's something yeah. just a, a file in the back of your mind um sure. we're living in strange times so any information is uh good to consider um, yeah you know it's good you said that because you reminded me of something eric i'm sorry i didn't mean to cut you off no if I did. please go on but um you know we were somebody asked me the other day um i don't know if it was my wife or it was my mother but they said they were looking at everything that's going on and why is this happening you know, how is this craziness allowed to happen? <clears throat> and I flashed on the War of the Worlds, the original movie, where uh, he was the, the scientist was explaining. No. Yeah, the scientist was explaining to the um, the generals how they would, you know, anchor a point and go up here and then come down here and then close the point, close the area. And uh, one of the guys says, is that possible? And, and he goes, if they do it, it is. You know, so a lot of this stuff that's, you know, that's going on, although it seems it's uh, fantastical and and almost impossible for it to happen by our mindset anyway, um, you know, if, if God allows them to have to do these things, then, yeah, anything's possible that that uh, that God allows. You yeah, know, I would say that the, the Great Tribulation is going to be uh, quite a confusing time for the very traditional Christian Um mm-hmm. That only gets their uh, well. The reality is, a lot of churches are 501c3 controlled, so there's issues with that already. And I don't know. That's something that Mark Taylor has uh, definitely uh, addressed. Um, that that's part of the problem going on right now is that um, because most of the churches are under that system, right. um, they're under they're under the blood covenant of Baal, so mm-hmm. their their eyes are kind of uh, veiled as he would he would say it so the reality is a lot of the the revelations of stuff is really taking place outside of the four walls of the you know the the 501c3 corporate churches and you see that i right. mean most of the things you and i talk about i don't know if <laughs> if you were to walk in i don't i don't remember where you guys go to church but if you walked in there and you started talking about a lot of that the stuff you in a lot of places you would be yeah. quickly asked to leave, right? I mean, that's that's yeah. just the reality of what it is. So I go to a Baptist church, so yeah, we would be very quickly asked to leave, right? And and yeah. and that that theme is probably pretty common all wherever you go. 
Well, uh, it's like Mark kind of said, is that judgment is, is falling on the 501c3. Mm-hmm. So you're going to see a lot of them close. You're going to see a, for a lot of reasons. Some of it's just financially scandaled. Uh, a lot of it, it will be child, tied into the child trafficking um, right. to bring that system. But out of that comes a faithful remnant, remnant uh, mm-hmm. for the end time harvest and what's going to take place outside those four walls. Um, but the reality is, is there's a veil over uh, those churches because of the blood covenant of Baal. See, when you're 501c3, you're hooked into the state, uh, the federal, and you're you're yoked with all the other 501c3s that, you know, for example, Church of Satan, um, the other false religious systems. Um, sure. And the reality is, is you – they're part of that because – they think they need to be part of it for, uh, you know, taxation purposes in terms of being tax exempt. But the reality is, is, is a church is a tax exempt already without mm-hmm. the 501c3. You don't need to be part of that. Right. But it's interesting. You actually track back to when – that's the Johnson Amendment, right? Um, the one that um, – basically the, the VP that became president after JK – was assassinated. Yeah, Lyndon uh, Johnson, the, yeah. So the mm-hmm. Johnson Amendment was put in place for the 501c3. And it's it's funny. You Once that went into place, you, it was amazing to me. You lost uh, – prayer was taken out of school. Uh, you had a – you know, the, the whole the whole gay thing at that time. Um, right. You just seemed everything – it's like the church can't win at anything anymore. Why? Mm-hmm. Why is that now? Why are we losing at every step of the way? Why are some of these leaders so blind? It's because the way, like Mark Taylor explained, it's like a, it's like the pyramid, right? Mm-hmm. And five hundred one C threes makes up a component of that Illuminati pyramid. They're the, they're the base structure for controlling everything. Right. And under that system, well, we know there's abortion, and we know there's child sacrificing going on, right? Mm-hmm. Reality is, is one way or another, these leaders know that it's going on, but they do nothing about it because they don't want their 501c3 status affected. Right. See, they're tax exempt already, but they want the platform, the money, and the influence they get by attracting people uh, that can donate money and in exchange get um, tax benefits for themselves. But the reality is, is, Giving is not giving if you have to receive something in return, right? Exactly, yeah. And that's that's the problem. And the other part of the problem is is not that everybody that has money is bad. Don't get me wrong. There's plenty – there's people that aren't. But the reality is um, those are the typically the people that control most of these churches, right? So you have people with spiritual gifts, but they're not – they're not within that, you know – board of board of elders or deacons or whatever because or at least the way that's the way it is where i'm at you have very prominent wealth wealthy business people that are in control and i know some of these people and some of those people shouldn't be there Mm -hmm. some of these people have cheated our community right you know right they shouldn't be there but they control everything so now you have these people as a spiritual head of these organizations and they're not necessarily in the benefit best interest of, of the church in general so well, I know that Brian and I talk a lot about this, about church, right, Brian? And uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. it's hard to find a good church out there. Oh, yeah. It really is. And yeah. and the minute you think you find one, all of a sudden you, you find the faults in it. Um, 
but you know we're all faulty so you can't really determine a church on that but if uh yeah if they're if they're number one with the um the 501c3 because basically you're you're signing yourself over to the government you're taking you're relinquishing your rights with uh, your freedom of uh, religion basically because you're telling the government okay you're god in other words basically you're saying you're the pope we know there's a god up there but mm-hmm. you're the pope and we're going to submit ourselves to you because you are the we we can see you you're tangible the money you give us is tangible well yeah. you know an argument can be made against that and um you know so and uh, like jesus said you can't serve two masters you'll love the one and hate the other you know and um cling to the one i can't remember the rest of it sorry but um that's the basic premise of the whole what he said but um so you can't you just really have to i don't know i don't know what the answer is i know that a lot of people like listening to our show and i know they like listening to you and jim because that's an outlet for them mm-hmm. yeah you know? there's a lot of people that are they're um they don't have a lot of place to go because they're right. you know but there is a collective of people out there of the same mindset mm-hmm. um and it, it's a tough place to be um you know, even for myself, it's, it's difficult. I run into some people, but you know, most of the stuff, uh, is for the mainstream church. Uh, it's, it's, they're just going to have to be backed against a wall to get their right. eyes opened, but that's where people like us, you know, can step in and really be that facilitator to, um, you know, be able to get them understanding. There was one other thing else I wanted to point out, you know, about sure. the whole bail system under the church. Um, in the 1980s, when Ronald Reagan was president and they had control of both the, uh, the House and the Senate, um, Reagan actually approached um, uh, the three largest Christian denominations uh, in the United States at the time and said, all right, we're ready to go ahead and uh, – go after Roe versus Wade and take it down. Um, and g- guess what they said? <laughs> you, w- you wouldn't believe it. Have a nice no, day. <laughs> no, l- let's not do that because we don't want our 501c3 tax status affected, potentially huh. affected by it. Really? So there you have your answer. Do you have abortion? You have um, the child sacrificing. So – the reality is, as a 501c3 church, you can say Jesus Christ is the head of your church, but the reality is, is Baal is the head of your church. And the money that built most of these churches are built on the sacrifice of children. And that's that's why we're having the problems that we're having. We're really fighting a battle with our our hands bound together and our feet tied. Right. And that's why the church loses at everything. And that's why you don't really see a lot of expansion um, of new believers, you know, even in the United States or in Western countries, because because of that system is, that it's in place. Right. We, we are we are hogtied basically. Mm-hmm. So Mark Taylor has basically said, once that system is broken, that's when you'll actually see uh, not only re- revival. Uh, breakout, but also you will actually see, uh, you know, really what sh- the church should always have been the healer uh, of, of people that are, are suffering right. from diseases or whatever. Well, you don't see a whole lot of that happening anymore, right? No, uh-uh. you don't. And there's a reason for that because of the bail system. Right. So once that system is broken, that's going to really 
allow until that system is broken that's going to stop you know things from pouring in from God's spirit to really uh, see the deliverance and the miracles and the healings going on like they used to they used to happen they used to right. go on they, they <clears throat> talked about it all the time and you're like well why does that not happening now it's because we we trust in science we trust in healthcare not that healthcare can't be good but the reality is we pharmaceuticals everything is drug dependent um, mm -hmm. money driven a lot of these people can these people are doctors and stuff that control churches. So right. it's all intertwined. So, Well, yeah. And, you know, like Brian and I, you know, we have gifts. You have gifts. Yeah. You know, um, Brian is preaching and teaching, and he's got the gift of prophecy and, and a lot of other gifts, too, healing. And, you know, I'm, I'm basically preaching and teaching. Um, but we're not allowed to go into the churches and practice what the Lord has given us. You know, right, Brian? Oh, yeah. They throw us out in a heartbeat. Yeah. So you, you got to go out. Go ahead. The charismatic go churches that claim to believe in the gifts don't really practice them anymore because they don't want to offend people. And your point about the churches, Eric, I was just thinking about as you were talking, all this stuff going through my head. I think one reason the church is inept is obviously the, I think the tax, tax exemption that you're talking about is, is a huge reason. But the reason I think they got there in the first place is they don't teach the Bible anymore. Right. A lot of them are just surface teaching. Uh, a lot of churches do home groups. It used to be when I grew up in the church, and I've been in Baptist sort of churches and charismatic spirit-filled churches. It used to be you went to a Bible study and you'd open the Bible in front of you and you would have a teacher, you know, read a passage and you go through and you'd learn the passage. Now... I, and I know for a fact, several churches do this that I know of for sure. They find a book that somebody wrote about us, right. like maybe uh, somebody wrote a book about first Peter. It's not the Bible. It's a book. It's, a, it's basically a commentary about, mm -hmm. about a book in the Bible, this guy's opinion. And it has, you know, you read through a few chapters and it has questions to answer. Or the other thing that they do now is they have the pastor's, you talk about what the pastor talked about on Sunday. So right. if he's teaching through first John, then the leader of that group has notes about what, Hey, what do you think about the pastor? He said this, and that's great. It's a discussion. It's, it went from a Bible study to a discussion group. And now you have a bunch of men and women who don't really know the scriptures. They've been brought up through the church in the last 20 to 30 years. This has been going on for decades, this type of teaching. Right. So instead of having men and women in the broad Bible digging in the scriptures, looking up the Greek, looking up the Hebrew, looking up the actual definitions of the words. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with home groups. I've been in them, but now you have a bunch of people coming out of these home groups that don't really know what they believe and why they believe it because right. they weren't taught the basic theology of what they believe. It even says in the scripture, know what you believe. So when somebody asks you what you believe, you can tell them why you believe what you believe. Yeah. Right. And so, but you have people now I, I've been in, like you guys been in church for decades and I remember not, not, let's see, what was, I don't want to mention the woman's name, but a, a elder's wife and a church that I used to go to in Oregon. <laughs> and I say that, so Dave might be catch on and, and your wife <laughs> might know this Dave, that this woman believed there was uh, a hell, but it wasn't sure if there was a heaven and she was an elder's wife. Yeah. And see. so. 
<laughs> that's basic Bible 101. There's a heaven, there's a hell, there's a trinity, there's salvation through the Lord, through Yeshua, HaMashiach, he's buried and rose from the grave. So you have people now that, um, it mentions in the, in the word, in the last days, men's hearts will grow cold, there'll be a falling away from the faith, but there will be revival because it mentions it too, that there will be pockets of revival. And so, but now you got, uh, and COVID to me has really shown what we're really made of, you know? And so uh, right. the church that we were going to here, and I visited a few times, I'm not going to mention the name, it's in Southern California. Um, they're more afraid of the government than they are the Lord. They're more afraid of, we need to do exactly what COVID says and wear a mask while you worship. You, I just, it's a pet peeve in my, it's not a pet peeve. I believe it's yeah. scriptural. You're to make a joyful noise to the Lord. You're to worship him with all your heart, all your mind, all your soul. When uh, they dedicated Solomon's temple, when David did, and he, uh, excuse me, when Solomon did, when he had that big worship service, um, it, it was, God came into that, that sanctuary so much so they had to stop worshiping. Right. So, how do you worship the Lord with a mask over your face, sometimes a double mask, but the worship team can sing without a mask? Talk about an oxymoron. And right. then, and you're standing just 20 feet from them and they're speaking to you. So that whole thing about the mask working, and it's just basically what COVID did, in my opinion, and what the government, what the, actually, what the left, the liberals have always wanted to do, they hate churches mm -hmm. because we're independent thinkers, we're believers, and we're their biggest threat. So right. they use COVID to shut us down, completely shut us down. I, and I, I, in the beginning, the flatten the curve for two weeks, and then we're going to go to May. Okay, I give, totally understand that. You know, we thought right. it was all real at the time, or yep. it could be real, we're not sure. But going on two years in March, and there's still churches around where I live that you still have to wear a mask. And you have to make an appointment to go to church. You have to make an appointment really? to go to church. Yeah. I mean, what happened it, in the days where the unbelievers walking by the church, he's down and out, and he walks into the building and gets saved? Well, you can't do that now because you, you or they get healed, or they yeah. get healed. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. that the church is supposed to be able to heal people, and exactly. now we're going to. Now we're talking about, I know there's yeah. even churches where they're talking about uh, using the, your vaccination stat, status as um, as what is required to even enter one, you know? Yes. But what, what it's proving to me is that the state controls your church. Right. You're not in control of your actual church. You take your right. marching orders from some, some other entity or some other, um, you know, globalist cabal. <laughs> That's what it is. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's right. And you know, 501c3 is basically it's a, it's a it's an incorporation. It's it's really a business. It's a business. I mean, right. That's what you have, and they're they they're going to do what they're told to do. But the thing is, is if if COVID is enough to get you to obey and do what you tell or or shut a church down, well, what will real persecution do? Yeah. yeah, right. I think I, I think it's pretty obvious to me. <laughs> you know? Well, Jesus used an illustration. He said, um, if they do these things while the tree is green, 
imagine what they're going to do to a dry tree. I think that's how it goes. I'm not, mis I'm, yeah. not I'm not coming across with the correct vernacular, but that's ba basically it. So, um, yeah. So right now the tree is green, and and, and they're and they're getting away with murder. Okay, hold on a second. What's that? It says you joined again. I had to join again. I got I got logged off. You did because you're still here. Off. You're still yeah, you here. Okay, hold on a second. Does that get rid of it? Uh oh. I think I. You know what I did? I, I got to get speaker down. Erica's got to come back in. I just got rid of her. Is that better, Dave? You're still. Um, hold on. Okay. Talk. Hi. <laughs> okay. I just oh, wanted to see. Weird. I'm being. I feel like I'm being hacked into. I don't know if you are or not, but. Well, I have a bunch of windows popping up out of nowhere on my website. All this uh -oh. stuff is popping up. It's so weird. Well, you want to try coming back in? I got to get Eric back on here. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what happened. I really don't. I was fine. And uh -huh. then. Huh. Goodness gracious. I don't know what happened. Hold on a second. Hey, Eric. Log back in. Okay. Hopefully. It's just saying you joined again. I'm here. But I know you're here twice. Okay. Uh, Thank you for coming back, Eric. Sorry. No problem. Um, That's bad. For some reason, Brian keeps logging back in, but I'm getting an echo when I'm with my voice. Um, somebody's got a speaker on or something. Um, it wasn't. It's not you, Eric. Um, I don't think. Okay, now I don't hear it anymore. Okay, okay. do you hear me, Brian? I, I can hear you. I can't see you, but I can totally hear you. You can't see me. Um, I can see you, Dave. Okay, okay. I can see Brian and, and, and Dave both. Yeah. I see Brian, too. Yeah. Yeah, I see you. I don't see you guys, but I hear you. Well, as long as you can hear us, that's all that matters. Yeah, because it's 20 after. Are you okay with that, Brian, or do you want to log yeah, out? Yeah, I'm okay back with in? that. Um, that was weird because um, – all of a sudden, I got this window that popped up out of nowhere, and it took uh -huh. me off the site. Really? Yeah. Seriously. It's so weird. Huh. Do you think you might have gotten hacked, Eric? It seems like it. And next thing I know, I, I go back on, and then we have the Echo, and I have like six windows open up at one time. Huh. And I, I, I wasn't even touching anything. That's totally know. bizarre. <clears throat> okay. Well, we're all here. I mean, the only other way we could do it, Brian, is if I kick you out and you come back in. Yeah, can you see me? I can see you, yeah, but if you want to see us, that's the only way. No, we're that's fine. I, I don't. Nothing else happens, so that's good. Okay, okay. Okay. All right. Well, Eric, I apologize again. I went to yeah, get sorry, rid of the Eric. second, the second uh, Brian, and I got rid of you. <laughs> so we uh, we got it taken care of, and that's the important thing. Yep. So yeah. So. Um, Remember where we were talking? Okay, the 501c3 and the churches and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, the churches, that. yeah. Yeah. But and, it, you know, they – go ahead. Yeah, so, you know, you know basically, uh, you know, Mark Taylor has been going 
hard. He's never gotten so much flack from a lot of church organizations other than talking about the 501c3 to the point now where uh, none of them want anything to do with him for the most part, with the exception of maybe just a couple. Um, But, but he doesn't care. He said, he says judgment is coming on the 501c3 and you're going to see a mass exodus out of the church system. Right. Uh, a faithful remnant, um, which will be become yeah. part of the um, the end time harvest thing that will be will be going on, which is another thing he talks about. He talks about the end time harvest. So, oh, cool. um, if 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 his assessment's correct, and uh, you know these a lot of these churches close, and then we have revival, uh, and he talks about the end time harvest, it means that we're you know we're we're towards the end. Right. So that's something right. to keep in mind. So we'll, we'll you know, see how talk, it goes here. You talk about the way he's being treated, but uh, yep. all throughout Scripture, if you look at uh, Jeremiah, um, he was treated that way. Elijah mm-hmm. was sitting in a cave one day going, geez, I guess, I mean, gee whiz or whatever. I guess I'm the last one, you know, and then God had to grab him and say, no, there's, uh, what was it, 200 or 2,000 that haven't bowed a knee to Baal. Yeah. And, uh, Okay, we just lost yeah, Brian. We did lose him. Okay, well, he knows how to log back in. So, yep. um, anyway, uh, so yeah, so we had the uh, you know, and what was it? Um, Jeremiah, he uh, he was actually told to go to um, the king. I think it was I can't remember the king's name, but um, and say you know you need to really give up and just surrender to the Babylonians and everything will be okay. They'll take you captive and everything else. But no, they didn't listen to him. And the false prophets said, you know, oh, you know, don't listen to him. He doesn't know. It's peace and prosperity for us, you know. And and so they all got killed. And uh, and, and uh, I think it was King Hezekiah. Um, he was taken away with all the other captives and he had his eyes put out. But before that, they killed all his children. Yep. You know, so uh, they never listened to the prophets. Nobody ever listens to the prophets. And Yeah, and. Not not that I say that I'm a prophet or anything, but uh, I just try to use you know wisdom and discernment about and judgment uh, about the things going on around me. And right. it's actually amazing to me what I've discovered vastly within the, you know the body of Christ is that no one wants the truth anymore. Right. Or the vast majority of people do not want the truth. And there are things that I've said to people in the past. Um, that are now coming to pass, and now they don't want to talk to me. Uh huh. They don't. Want, they don't want anything to do with me. Yeah. You know, exactly. It's just like, well, aren't we supposed to be? Aren't we supposed to be dedicated to absolute truth? Right. And it doesn't. As long as the the truth is is nice and sugary, um, then it's okay. Mm-hmm. But if it gets tough, or you're a little bit outside of the box. Um, they don't want anything to do with you. you right. Well, I, a... I almost, I almost, uh, I would say that uh, um, the scriptures have been heavily throttled. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'd like mm-hmm. to take the, the, I like to break the throttle, throttler right off and and just kick it into overdrive. But yeah, there you go. But yeah. Well, yes. It says several times in scripture that um, 
the people will reject the truth and they'll turn to teachers that have uh, that tickle their itching ears. Yep. You know, and that's what they want. And yep. uh, if that's what they want, that's what they're going to get. But it's going to lead to terrible things, you know. Yep. So. Yeah. It's um, it's kind of reminds me of the, uh, you know, we we know people, and I'm not going to say any names or anything, but um, that we have gone through great pains to tell them don't take that vaccine. You know, it's bad. It's going to kill you. Don't take it. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know, I hear well, you know, like one is my relative. Well, I want to be able to go on trips. Well, yeah, but that one trip might be in a coffin to a hole in the ground. You know, yeah, and, and you know, and the other one was, well, you know, all my friends are doing it, you know, and it's like, well, this is the same person that when I was young used to tell me if all your friends jumped off the Brooklyn Bridge, would you? Yeah. You know, but I guess uh, it, it doesn't matter because it's uh, it's a double standard, but um, but it's 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 really terrible because you know, it's like people make. Well, it's like watching people make a dis- not making the decision to accept the Lord and you know they're going to hell. You know, except with this, with them, you know that they've got, hopefully, you know, 20, 30, 40 years to make that decision, whatever their lifespan might be. But we don't know because they could die tomorrow, right, in a car wreck or something. But when you know somebody that's deliberately putting that stuff in their body and and, and they know that it's bad, you've sent them tons of stuff, you know, saying, don't take it. This, you know, it's going to make wreck your DNA. It's going to do this. It's going to do that. And they still decide to do it. It's, it's heartbreaking. It really is. Because, and that's, and you know how the the prophets felt in the old Testament, you know, Uh, you know, don't do this because the Lord's going to come and he's really going to have vengeance on us for doing this. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Well, no, that's okay. You're not hearing from the Lord. We, we worship. You know, and it's, man, it's heartbreaking. It's heart rendering. Yeah. Well, Mark, Mark Taylor said that, uh, you know, t- uh, no, no, no job or career is worth taking that shot because you said when you take it, there's no going back. Yeah. And that's I, right. I think it's just, I just from, and just even some of the prophetic dreams I've, I've seen of on YouTube about people that have taken the shot. What, what you're, you, even if you don't, you don't die from it right away. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're going to see people with health problems and you're going to just even one dream. Uh, a guy was mentioning actually multiple people said the same thing that they were in a, they were working in an office space and they noticed that people that had taken the shot, they were all suffering health wise and even their hair was falling out from wow. it. You know, um, you know, whether that's accurate or true, it, it remains to be seen, but, um, all I know is that all the testing that they did, which wasn't very much testing at all, uh, they did it on, you know, mice or rats, you know, they all eventually died within two or three months. Well, yeah. when you translate that out, um, from mice to human years, that's about, uh, that's about two years from when you take right. a shot. So, but I think it gets accelerated if you, if you take a, the booster? Uh, multiple boosters so yeah i know like israel they're on they've taken i think the third i think they might even be on their fourth booster yeah um, here this is what happened Eric, because you know brian and i both have relatives over there yeah uh, right. same relative and um they were um 
now we we're finding out that the people that got the now none of them got the the injection okay okay but we're finding out that uh, the people that got the third one that had the the travel trust not not the, the green pass or whatever to get around yep now they're being told well if you don't get the fourth one they had their green pass revoked and they were told now if you don't get the fourth one you're not getting it back you know <laughs> yeah it was and it's like out. This is a this is a country who most most of the people had either came out of the Holocaust or had relatives that came out of the Holocaust, yeah. you know, with very similar things that happened to them, and they're they're being led to the slaughter. Yeah, they are. They really are, and it's it's heartbreaking to see. And then you wonder, you know, what's gonna and think about this because we're told in, that in Ezekiel thirty eight and thirty nine that God fights for Israel, right, Brian? That's right. Mm-hmm. Right. The only reason that why would God have to fight for Israel? Well, maybe their military's gone. Maybe their military yeah. all passed away. Mm-hmm. You know, and they, and they have just have recruits there that are that are you know don't know how to do anything, and they're running everything. So that God would have to fight for them. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. that just makes a lot of sense to me. I don't know. It's, uh, I'm, it's, I'm reminded, David, talking about Gideon. I think it was Gideon. Uh, I think he when he went down to the river and God said, if they lap like a dog, they're not worthy for battle. But if they bring the water up to their mouth with their hand and there and was only 300 i think right. but israel had the capability of having tens of thousands and god only used 300 right. so maybe it's the same thing because when the lord it seems like when he does stuff he does it when where you should lose the odds right. should be against you mm-hmm. you know but it's in the, the walls of jericho i mean you know, the parting of the Red Sea, every instance is you have your back is up against the wall, literally. And God uses just because he wants to get all the credit. Right. And so like you said, you know, maybe their military is devastated by COVID or just devastated by a war that happens, takes them out or, but God always gets the glory, you know, and it's even in the scripture, it says that uh, they, they repent because they see that God actually does it in Ezekiel 38, 39. They realize that God is still alive, you know, and that he hasn't forgotten them, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think about what you're talking about, about the the vaccines, Eric, and church. It's like, it's like a cult. This COVID has turned into a cult COVID. The branch COVIDians. People, yeah. yeah, we talk about that. The people worship Fauci, you know, Lord Fauci. Uh, that's what Tucker calls him, Lord Fauci, and put the little crown on his head. But but it's like they're just brainwashed, and it's like there's this fog over their over people's minds and heart. And um, I just I have coworkers and friends that don't see it. It's it's almost like it's almost like another. It's like we're saved. We know the Lord in our heart, but it's also like our eyes to our heart and our mind are totally open. We can see the lie, and they can't see it. Uh-huh. You know, and so it's like a cult. I mean, I see people drive them in masks and suits on in their car by themselves. You know, and yeah, I, I was at, that. I was at Starbucks. Uh, when was it? Saturday afternoon, and there was a lady in line behind my friend I was with, and we were talking about the mask, my friend and I. And she goes, "Oh yeah, I'm so sick of these masks." And we talked about Gavin Newsom. Oh yeah, I'm sick about it. But then the vaccine came up. And my friend's gotten the vaccine. I haven't. She's got the vaccine. She got really upset. And I, I realized at the time 
uh, now that I realize when I walked out, she's afraid of what happened to her because she realizes she she got the double shot uh, of the vaccine. And I think she was having medical issues and she was afraid. Right. So I think, but they're still afraid, but they're still willing to get the booster if it comes out. I have, I have coworkers that are going to get the booster, even though several of them have been sick and missed two weeks of work. And one guy could hardly walk. Another guy was sick, like really sick. And they're still going to get the booster. So it's like, this is like a spiritual work. This whole vaccine is like another complete religion to this whole group of new people. And the government is like the Trinity. You have Fauci, you have Biden, you have Kamala Harris, or you got the CDC, however you want to say it. Or Bill Gates, yeah. Or Bill Gates. And in the churches, what we talked about earlier, are more afraid of the government and the vaccine than they are the Lord. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and that's why I think the, at least down here in SoCal, in the Los Angeles County, they just passed, uh, the county did in the city of Los Angeles just two days, three days ago. You have to be vaccinated or show proof of vaccination or had been tested the last 48 hours. You can't go into a restaurant or a yeah. gym or anywhere, anywhere. And so, um, and I got a feeling it's going to be pretty soon where it's just, you need to be vaccinated, period. I think that's coming really quick. So, right. But and it's where we have the lowest infection rate of any state in the nation right now, the lowest of deaths. I think yesterday four people died of COVID, supposedly COVID, in the hospitals in LA County. LA County is 10 million. Yeah. And and so and and even the governor Newsom said that the rate's really low and this and this, but now they're pushing the booster that's coming. They're pushing that. And so and they're really going after the vac- the unvaccinated right now. They're really, really going after. And as you saw in was it Project Veritas, they want to make the unvaccinated feel so uncomfortable on not being vaccinated that they'll get vaccinated. I have the uh, religious exemption for my occupation uh, where I work, but I, uh, you know, I have to do the, the, the mandatory testing every seven days starting November 1st. Right. Um, right. And right. people responded to that. Well, well, if you're so concerned about this, you should have been mandatory testing us this entire time every seven days. Right. Uh, since I haven't, yeah, right. since we haven't taken the vaccine. Why only after this date do you want to start mandatory testing us every seven days? Mm-hmm. So it's about making you uncomfortable or whatever. Um, Thing is, is mine. My place will pay for the test, and um, I can do it during work hours. So if they want to waste my time, that's that's fine. Uh, right. The problem my place is uh, dealing with is that there's 45. Well, there's there's at least 4,500 people that have not taken the the shot, so they're not compliant. So they will be they will be pretty much let go on November 1st. Uh, which we are already dealing with a with a shortage of employees. Uh-huh. Uh, so, but it's it's amazing to me. None of this makes sense. Uh, they're begging people to come work. They're begging. They're even begging us to go work in other areas of within the organization. Uh, but yet they're willing to let forty five hundred people go out the door November first right. because they didn't take that shot. 
it's like a rolling train or a ship that they're going full speed and it's just like they they can't they're trapped and they have no choice but to do this for you know whatever sideline issues or or whatever's going on behind the scenes um in regards to all this um I th- they, you know, X twenty two actually made even a comment that the, uh, he said that the pharmaceutical companies in the hospitals were get, already given a choice, either to come clean about COVID, um, or uh, or they could choose to implode. Okay, let me ask you a question about that. Who gave them that choice, and when did that well, happen? Well, I, I believe that this is actually. The people that are really in control of Trump in the military. Okay. I think they've already, they have it all. The, they have all the Space Force. They have all the data, even on the corruption in the hospitals and the pharmaceutical companies. They have it all. So they're they're implicated anyway. There's going to be arrests of these people, uh, right. even in, within the system. So, um, but they have chosen because here's the reality. You know, Trump kept on talking about hydroxychloroquine, right? Right. Yeah. Eventually, you're going to find right. out. Like I said, that it's going to become a knowledge that you could treat the flu and whatever this is, this COVID um, with these over, you know, these cheap drugs. So there was no reason to vaccinate anybody. And there was no reason uh, to let anybody get even to the point where they needed to be on a ventilator because of this stuff. In fact, they even came out today and said aspirin, aspirin, the stuff that you can buy in the store uh, would prevent you from getting on uh, a ventilator if you took it. Probably because of the blood clots, yeah. Right, yeah, because because of that. So the way it was explained was that they're deep state, they they're part of the plan, and they have chosen to implode because what's going to happen is there's going to be so many lawsuits eventually, right, for this, even uh, the forced vaccinations. Uh, in fact, X twenty two said, let let them fire you because you will be able to sue them mm-hmm. in Libyan because that's, that's, that's what is going to eventually happen. Now, I've got some coworkers that work. They, they've opted not to do the exemption at all and go ahead and let the employer uh, fire them because they know already about the plan to be able to sue, the, sue these companies for all, all their right. worth. But the reality is, is uh, hydroxychloroquine can be used to treat a lot of things. And one of the things that it can be used to be treated, used to, to treat something is uh, cancer. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So eventually it'll be known that they, they withheld life-saving drugs to cure a lot of this stuff like cancer. Mm-hmm. And they've been holding out on us for a long time. Right. So these, these mm-hmm. pharmace- a lot of these pharmaceutical companies are going to implode. Yeah, uh, or they're going to be a, a former shell of themselves. So even the hospital systems, mm-hmm. um, and I can even see you know not only these people getting arrested, but I, I can see these people committing suicide because their yeah. their life is over. Exactly. Uh, because they live, they murdered people. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's what that's what we're doing. We're murdering you. <clears throat> yeah. You you knew that these things would actually save these people in the hospital, but you. You tried to convince the public that they were these meds were bad, and right. you let these people get bad to the point where they needed to be on a ventilator, and they never had to be. 
they That's never right. had to be. Mm-hmm. The vast majority of them never had to get to that point, but they wanted to, they do it anyway for money and for everything yeah. else greed wise. Um, and so, this will work from the way, from the top down too. It'll be Fauci that gets arrested first. Yeah, Fauci. Yeah, it'll be. First. So, you know, we talk about crimes against humanity. That's not only just the child trafficking, but this is the whole plot of globalized depopulation of the earth through right. control in the shot and the boosters to basically wipe out uh, a portion of humanity. Because you're going to find out that, oh, certain people within my organization said they got the shot. Uh, they didn't get the shot, but they made us get the shot. Right. Right. You know, yeah. Because eventually these people will not be able to walk the streets because you tried to have me murdered. Yep. And, you know, if you look at some of yeah. the leaders that got the shots, when uh, Netanyahu was, when they came out and you know how they, he came out cavalier, rolled up his sleeve and everything. He asked the person giving him a shot, do you have the right file? And I'm like, oh, man, the brazenness of asking that question. Because basically, he was saying, you sure that's normal saline and not the vaccine? Right. You know? And then Boris uh, Johnson, when he got his, the yeah. stupid doctor didn't even take the cap off the syringe, but he stuck it by his arm and pushed the plunger down. And I'm like, that's not going to work. Yeah. But he had COVID, I think, before that happened. And uh, and there was another one, too, that uh, – yeah, I think that all the, the the heads of state and stuff they're they're taking just normal saline in the shots. They're not getting the uh, oh yeah, they're not the taking shots. No, uh, because they so want to be the ones again, that order everything uh, over everybody. Go ahead. Right. Well, th- that again, you will find that the uh, the Biden administration, both houses of Congress are exempt. Right. Funny thing is, the United States Postal Service is also exempt. Right. But you need them. You know why you need them? You need them for the mail-in ballots. The ballots. Yeah. So, you know, so you, you understand, and then, you know, why are these, these people exempt? Why is like the governor uh, of California who was asked multiple times on CNN, whether he was going to vaccinate his kids for, with the COVID shot and he wouldn't answer, but he said that every one of your kids in California (laughs) have to have a shot by next, by next fall. So. Yeah. See, it's 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 the shot is for us. It's not for them. Mm-hmm. Which and is a tell awesome. right there. Well, the, the, po- the postal service isn't going to have shots either. Anybody working with the post office? Right. They, mm-hmm. they, yeah, they don't have to. They don't have to take it. So yeah, we're getting scammed. Yeah, we no. are big time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it's just. Um, it's going to go down in history. I mean, if there is future history, who knows? But uh, as the, the time of the, the most stupid time in history, <laughs> you know, when 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 people, you know, it's going to make the movie Idiocracy look like a uh, like a fine novel. Um, it's going to be it's considered a time when when sensible people lost their sense and were marched aimlessly along to get to to get something to kill themselves, uh, like Jim yeah. Jones, like Jonestown. Yeah. yeah. Well, they never expected that their own institutions would want to want to do this to him, to them. You know. Right. Yeah, I, right. You know, I think I think deep down they like to think that you know that most of these places want to do good, and I guess you know part of me is like, yeah, it should be that way, right? right. But 
I, by my nature and just my my life that I grew up with, I, I I'm not too trusting by by my nature. Yeah, I don't here. trust organizations, and I the reality is is that I don't trust a whole lot of people. There's certain people I trust, but there's just if I don't know you real well, I just I don't. I just that's just the, kind of the way I am. So yeah. Um, and it served me well to this point because it's obviously allowed my eyes to be open to the fact that not everybody has my uh, best interest at heart. So Right. Well, you know, you got to look. Um, starting around 2001 with the attack, you know, um, we, we're, I'm gonna, I believe it was a homegrown attack, you know. It was. On the World Trade Center mm-hmm. and on all the other places. But um, given the fact that that happened in 2001 and that we elected a Muslim – into the White House in 2007, November 2007, that should be a tell right there that there's a paradigm shift. You know, something happened to where this country is is totally off kilter. Okay. And then then there was that. And then there was other just weird things that have been happening. Mm -hmm. We talk about parallel universes and stuff and, and maybe jumping in and out of them from time to time, you know, but you know, it's, it's, it's just really weird that, People should have got a clue with with nine eleven and the election of a Muslim president. That yeah. that was an in your face from the from the New World Order. Mm-hmm. You know, we we own you, we control you. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point, Dave. And like I said, like you. you know, Trump has said the the swamp runs really deep, so it doesn't really matter, um, Democratic or Republican. Not that there aren't there aren't good. There are some politicians that are that are good. Uh, the reality is it's all corrupt, um, which actually another tidbit of information during this pandemic, uh, there's a hundred to 200 uh, congressmen that used uh, ivermectin to treat COVID Yeah. when they were telling us that none of us are allowed to have it. Yeah. You know, so, just just as a, um, a help for people, maybe this will help people out. But um, you know, hydrochloroquine is kind of related to quinine because quinine used to be the um, the remedy or for, for um, malaria. That's what hydrochloroquine yep. is for. So if you go out and buy tonic water at the store, that's quinine water. Okay, and if you, th- I'm just saying that maybe if you think you're coming down with this thing, just go out and get a couple of bottles of quinine water. And drink yeah, it and see what happens, you know, because there's going to be people that have no hospitalization, you know, or, or owe hospitals hundreds of thousands of dollars and are afraid to go to the hospital, you know, because they owe that money or they're ashamed that they own that money and, and are afraid to go to the doctor or don't have a doctor. Hey, this might be the thing that pulls a lot of people through. I'm not saying that it's going to work too much if you've had the, the vaccines already. But if you haven't and you feel something coming on, just go drink some quinine water. It's, it's, it's they've been using it for malaria for centuries. Maybe maybe it's there's something there, you know. Yep. Oh, yep. <laughs> sorry, keeping sorry. you awake. Sorry, I'm starting to yawn a little bit, so sorry about that. <laughs> That's okay because we we're really close to t- time to shut it down anyway. But um, uh, it's just uh, I don't know. Like I said. If they didn't get a clue from 2008 in the election and all the other crazy things that are going on, like 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 patting down 80 year old old ladies, but letting Muslims with burqas walk through walk through down to the gate of an air to get on the airplane, you know, or, or patting down little babies 
you know, but, but letting some guy that looks like a terrorist walk through the gate and right down to the, you know, uh, those are things that are tells. Okay. They're, they're, they're telltale signs that there's something wrong, you know, and people should have started asking questions a long time ago. I know the three of us have, mm-hmm. you know, we asked, we started asking questions years ago, maybe decades ago. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's just something that, you know, if, if you haven't figured it out, then maybe, you don't have the capability to figure it out or you wake up late or something like that. And I just hope that people wake up. I know that the black community is woken up. They don't want this shot. Well, that's the biggest thing here. You know, they're, they're, they're trying to blame a particular demographic for not getting the shot. But the reality is, is there's no one better than the black community that has understood being experimented on with yeah. uh, shots, and we, you know, to see the uh, what's the Tuskegee, the, the syphilis experiments, yeah. yeah, yes, yeah. So, uh, you know, even even in Africa, I've I heard the same thing. You know, the, they'll show up at uh, you know black schools and yeah. uh, try to give them shots, and those kids they'll jump off the freaking window and, and run, yeah, because they 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 know that those things are bad. Um, well, in, in nursing school. That was one of the things we had to learn about was Tuskegee experiments. Okay. And, and the unfairness of, and the injustice of doing that to the black community. Yet the same, same people that were going through nursing school to become nurses will stand up in, in a forum and say, you need to get that vaccine. That doesn't make any sense to me. It makes absolutely no sense to me. And it tells me that there's a lot of nurses that are brainwashed to think that the system is as out for good. It's not out for good. It's it's a murderous system. It's a, a illegal. Um, fraudulent system that, that's out to take money and take lives. That's all they're out to do. Yep. Yeah. Well, gentlemen, do you want, I, I see you're, you're having a hard time keeping your eyes open. It seems like, and I know exactly how that feels. <laughs> and it's late for you too. What is it? Um, it's almost 11 for me. Almost 11 oh, yeah. out there. Yeah. Right. And we've pretty well talked about a lot of things, you know, it brought up a lot of subjects. So, um, if you guys are okay, we'll just uh, go ahead and, and end it here. Yeah, it's it's been a All good right. show. Thanks, Eric, for coming on. Oh yeah, yeah thanks for having me on. I appreciate it, guys. It oh fun. yeah, we'll have to do it again sometime. Okay, would you? Yeah, you bet. Okay, that's good. Um, on my behalf, uh, tell Jim I said hi and hello, and and I hope okay. that things are going well for him. And uh, and uh, you know, we'll see what happens there. But anyway, um, God bless you guys. And uh, Eric, get a good sleep. All right. You deserve it. Okay. You're a hardworking man. <laughs> and then you took, two, took two hours off to do the show here. or Not off, but two extra hours. Yeah. And Brian, Brian's a hardworking guy too. I'm retired. That doesn't matter to me, but you know, Brian's <laughs> working six days a week down there. So uh, anyway, he needs to, to go to bed to get his beauty sleep. <laughs> uh, I probably need just a couple of hours. That's all. Yeah. You need a lot of that. <laughs> and i'll get off of here and start loading this up and get it up so people can see it so anyway uh, audience thank you for joining us if you were here live if you're watching this uh as a download uh, or or on the internet uh god bless you and thank you for watching and uh, until we meet again gentlemen have a uh, wonderful evening a wonderful week and um and just live long and prosper live long and prosper okay (laughs) All right. Or live long and prosper. I have to say it like Spock. So. Yep. Okay, so I'm going to end the stream here.
and then uh, we can say our goodbyes.